Greetings, my good friend. Welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. Let's begin in prayer. Lord Jesus, we pray in your name that there will be something here on this show, in this episode, that we're able to use in our life, in the life of our family, in the lives of our friends, and in the lives of people we haven't met yet. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. Amen and amen. Well, God bless you, my friend. I hope all is well and wonderful with your soul. And thank you for being here right now and listening. This is podcast episode number 86, number 86, and Scripture Discourse 148. I am uh, using the Sunday prayer letter as the script for this show. So let's go on down to the start of chapter 1. On the show will be chapters 1 through 4. This makes it easier for all of us. If you would like to know more, Simply go to our website and sign up for, or sign up for our email letter. So let's get started. So we're going to scroll down through the letter. I got a bunch of stuff in my letter here, and I put it all on the show last week, and it really was not that um, productive, I thought. Uh, it kind of made the letter go long, and I like to add things into the letter or onto the letter or little side notes here and there. And uh, but I have to keep it or I want to keep it. My desire is to keep it in some sort of a, you know, 20 to 30 minute, 25, 30 minute window. And uh, I noticed that when I read the whole letter, it was like 26 minutes or almost 30 minutes. It just didn't. I couldn't add anything into it. And I like adding things into it. So it's like I'm recording this from Boulder, Colorado, and it uh, rained today. It snowed up in the mountains yesterday, uh, this morning or today. And yesterday, when I was up in Netherlands, it was uh, 25 to 30 mile an hour winds. But I think some of the gusts were probably up to 50 mile an hour. I mean, it was fierce and ferocious wind. Didn't stay steady. It just would come and go, come and go. So it was, I mean, four hours. It's no five. I see 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, five hours of nonstop high gusty winds. But guess what? We got a great witness for Jesus Christ up in Netherlands, and there was a multitude of people who said, Amen, and God bless you, and all that kind of stuff. In fact, one lady from the uh, city, uh, one of the city employees of Netherlands, stopped and says, I feel like I want to say, Welcome home, <laughs> because I missed last month because I was sick with the flu and influenza and bronchitis. And I had a chance to tell several people that I won't be there next in December because I'm having the uh, surgery here in, in two more weeks. So uh, they uh, said, well, we'll keep you in prayer. So uh, we are definitely, the banner is definitely making an impact in that mountain town of Nettleland, Colorado. Even the mockers have kind of backed off. I still got those five or six dedicated haters of God, but uh, even they are uh, kind of backing off because... You know, you have to, um, you have to uh, really give uh, uh, a thumbs up or, you know, a high five to someone who is dedicated to what they believe in, even if you don't believe in the same thing. Uh, it's just a lack in today's world, it seems like, those who are committed to some cause or e- even the cause of Satan, you know. I mean, those who are committed to uh, the destruction, I mean, 
that's life, you know. But those who have no, no feelings, no beliefs, no compassion, no drive to do something, you know, God has says, I'd rather you be hot or cold. And uh, you know the rest of the verse. Just about every single person I talk to knows the rest of that verse. I will, uh, uh, some verses say, I'll spit you out of my mouth. King James says, I will spew you out of my mouth. This P-E-W is even more forceful and broader word than just spit. So uh, let's get into our letter now. It's chapter 1, Sunday, November 21, 2021. Sunday prayer letter. The title of it is to testify unto you these things. It's found in Revelation 22:16, and I'll read it to you in the King James. I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So this is episode number 86, and it's titled, To Testify Unto You These Things. And you are listening to the podcast show, John Shuck is Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. Greetings, my friend. How many times have we said or told our testimony to a stranger, and then they said, hey, that's cool, or that's amazing, or even, that's how you got to God. (laughs) And of course, there is a vast array of answers and responses that people give us. However, note that in most all cases, The people don't criticize us for our story because it's our story, our testimony. This could be why the Lord wants us all to share our testimony. In fact, he even wrote down for all of us to read, and they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. And that's referenced in Revelation 12, verse 11. So by ministering or even preaching about our own personal testimony, we can preach the gospel and know that we are totally correct with the word of truth. The problem is, there are a lot of Christians that I talk to on the street that don't know nor remember their prayer or call to Jesus. It is written also in the New Testament, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And that's referenced in Romans 10.13. And my friend, if you don't know Jesus right now and you don't have a testimony, you don't even, it's not that you don't remember it, it's that you don't have one. And it's a simple act of our faith. I kind of like it unto when you were a child and you fell down uh, and you cried out loud because you skinned your knee or whatever, you really hurt yourself. That belly cry of yours uh, alerted your mom's ears or your dad's ears, and one of them, or both of them, came running to your aid. And uh, just about all of us have some memory of us falling, because most of our childhood, uh, it was uh, <laughs> kind of rough, <laughs> most of us. Not all of us, but a lot of at least mine was. And uh, so that is the type of call you do to Jesus. It's a cry from your heart because you know you are hurt and there is nothing you can do to get yourself up or to bandage yourself. You need God in your life. That's it. That's where I was when I said, Jesus, if you're real, here I am. And Jesus came and saved me and set me free and put my feet on the rock and filled me with his light and I became a new creature in Christ. I was born again. 
And God put me in the ministry two day, two weeks later, and I began to preach and to minister uh, for the Lord Jesus Christ. And I have not stopped since that day uh, about 48 years ago. How about that, huh? 48 years of nonstop preaching and ministering. Yes, there's highs and there's lows into all of our ministries, okay? It's, uh, don't get carried away there. I'm nobody, okay? It's just I'm a pretty old guy. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, let me see. Where am I at my letter? So now all that rambling wasn't in my letter. Let me scroll down here. Okay, I think it would be good for us to ask the Holy Spirit to help us remember that miracle of salvation that happened to us and gave us a new birth. Sure, it may take a while to get the whole answer, but it's worth the time in prayer and even fasting, if that is what the Holy Ghost wants us to do. Amen? Yeah, why not? For us to have breakthrough and overcome, knowing our story and being able to testify unto our friends and family these things may be the greatest act we could do. Why? Well, maybe then the people would get a better understanding of just how to call upon the Lord. Is it worth it to us, or are we too busy with our life and our world to be concerned about the possible lost souls of our friends and family? Yes, that is a tough question, and it requires a tough answer. I do this because I love you, my friend, and I care for you. If not, why would I spend four hours of my Saturday, every Saturday, of my life writing this letter it's because of what is written that i that a man <clears throat> may lay down his life for his friends sorry i'm an emotional guy so scriptures get me emotion and i tie my life into this ministry my life and my ministry are one in jesus christ the ministry is not some career outside of my life my ministry is my life uh, that's why I guess the Lord has allowed me the honor, the privilege to be ministering for such a long time and never to fall away or to be thrown to the side because of um, I'm so tied into the Lord. And I guess that's what today is too, the Sabbath. Now, remember that Sabbath is not the law. It's because the Holy Ghost asked me to set aside Saturday as a Sabbath and for all those who think Sunday is the Sabbath, that's not true, okay? It is the seventh day when God rested. He was finished with all of his work, and he rested on that last day, the seventh day. And I work six days a week, and I rest after all my work is done. So let's pray in Jesus' name, amen? Heavenly Father, we love you. We really do. There is just something so special about you that makes me want to cry just thinking about you, Father. I love you so very much. Even as I pray and write, I am in tears because I know for certain that you too love me. <clears throat> Thank you for loving me as you do. There is no one or thing on earth that will ever take the place of you, Father. I love you. And thank you, Jesus. Forgive me the truth that the Father loves me. And not just me, but all of his children. Thank you, Jesus. 
And in your name we pray. Amen. I understand that a lot of people uh, just hate tears and emotion. I was raised with a mom who would beat me when I would cry. Not cry because I got hurt, but cry because I'm emotional and I cry at joy and happiness. I don't cry for sadness. I cry for joy and I cry for happiness. I'm not one who cries because of some sadness. Uh, sadness doesn't make me cry. But uh, my mom was so bitter that uh, she didn't allow any of her children to cry out of joy or uh, happiness. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we ha all have a story, don't we? So chapter two is the next chapter we're rolling into here. And it is on the main title, the subtitle, and the letter title, and lesson one, the scriptures. So the main series title, this should be used until the Holy Ghost gives us a new series. And that title is The Word of God. And that's found in Revelation 19.13. And I'll read it to you in the King James. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood. And his name is called The Word of God. The Word of God. That's capital W for uh, those who aren't reading it here. It's The Word of God, capital W. So next is the subseries. Below that main is our subseries, and this also may be used until we have breakthrough or overcome. So and that's the title, breakthrough and overcome. And that scripture that we're using is Numbers thirteen thirty. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, "Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it." And under the subseries is our letter series title. And this is used for the current week and changes every Sunday. And I got so many tears in my eyes. I got so much water. I can't see the text in front of me. <laughs> Whew. I, uh, I, keep, I have clean eyes. <laughs> they stay nice and watered down quite often. <laughs> so uh, our title for this letter, as you know, is to testify unto you these things. It's Revelation twenty two sixteen. I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. Amen. Praise the word of God. So rolling down through your lesson one in the scripture, this section here uh, is used for the supporting scriptures to the letter series title, which uh, includes the seven parts for the seven days of preaching the gospel. So November 21, Sunday prayer letter to testify into these things. Uh, part So I have seven parts here, and I have... Uh, so part one starts on Sunday. That's the first day of the week. That's the first day I go back to work. And uh, so Sunday, we'll, we'll be preaching on Revelation 22, verse 16. Then the next day, part two, on Monday, I'll be preaching on Acts 9.31. It's not just me. It's anyone who goes out on these days. It's just, a, just something to, uh, as a point of reference or a point to start from. If you want to go out and preach in your city or your town or wherever you may be, you can just go to the website and pull up and see what day. Okay, I'm on Tuesday, so let's go to Acts 16.5 and preach on Acts 16.5. And from that starting point, you allow the Holy Ghost to 
lead you into a preach. And after you're preaching, you always give a salvation uh, invitation. You always ask people to receive Christ. Always, always, always. The purpose of the scriptures is to get saved. <laughs> I mean, if, you know, once we're saved, we can go to heaven. But once we're saved, then we need to, you know, keep learning of the Lord. But uh, once we get saved, then uh, it's uh, that's the that's the ticket to get on board the train and let the uh, locomotive driver, the engineer, just drive the train that's jesus okay but we're on the train okay you got to get saved you got to get saved man so part two would be on monday again acts 9 31 part three on tuesday acts 16 5 and it's actually verses four and five part four on wednesday romans 16 4 and that's actually verses one through 16 it's all 16 verses there Part 5 on Thursday, 1 Corinthians 7, 17, and actually it's uh, verses 17 all the way to 24. Part 6 on Friday is 1 Corinthians 14, 33, and it's actually, the context is verses 26 through 33. Now here on part 7 on Saturday, I've got an interesting mix of 1, 2, 3, 4 scriptures, and uh, I hope that I can preach on these. Now, I don't preach on Saturdays, but maybe I can put them in a different day and because uh, they are really, really interesting. I wish they are in a higher uh, number of days, but uh, they're on Saturday. So that first scripture set is 2 Corinthians 8.24. And I have little arrows in the uh, letter here. So that dovetails into 2 Te- uh, Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 4 which dovetails into Matthew 16:18 which goes into Ma- Mark 16:18 it's just a real interesting mix of four verses here that i found very fascinating it would be a great preach to preach on those four verses uh, uh pretty excited about that set of scriptures so please understand gospel evangelist church uses the authorized king james bible for all scripture references. And what that means is if for some reason I don't give what that uh, reference is, it's always, 100%, always in the authorized version, the King James Bible. Uh, used to be called the Holy Bible, then it was called the authorized version, and then they changed it to the King James as a derogatory uh, title. But uh, it's still around after 400 plus years, and we're still using it, and God's still honoring And that is the pure Word of God. So what we're looking at the Word as seed, we're looking at the Word as seed. The seed in the Sunday prayer letter is the title of the letter, such as, to testify unto you these things. As we have seven parts for each of the seven days of the week that we preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen, huh? So that finishes chapter 2. We'll roll on down to chapter 3 here. I'm going to see if I can put markers in the video. Actually, it's not a video, but the podcast service that I have automatically uploads it to my YouTube channel, which is just, you know, I could just the audio version of the, because I don't have any cameras rolling here. Um, so that's uh, <laughs> it's just the audio, okay? Chapter 3, it will have Breakthrough, Overcome, and Lesson 2, and that's the understanding or the teaching of what we uh, said in the Lesson 1, which are the verses. Where am I on this? Oh, here we go, yeah. Oh, I think I might have messed up here. Uh, 
No, I didn't mess up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> These letters have gotten pretty detailed, uh, and so sometimes I think I mess up. So chapter 3 again, that's where we are. Breakthrough and overcome. Uh, these are similar and possibly different because of the different seasons of our life in ministry. Oftentimes the Holy Ghost will teach of things that have no current bearing on our present life. However, at a distant timeline comes the need to have this knowledge. If we had said no to the Holy Ghost and just lived like normal, well then, we could not have been ready for breakthrough, nor have what we need to overcome. Yes, I say often that by being born again, we have all that we need to overcome. But understand, though, each season is different and requires certain tools or understanding and wisdom to live in Christ at the time of that coming season of breakthrough and overcome. So the topic uh, is not a simple one-step process that we learn and then go do. No, the Holy Ghost is interested in one thing. Do you know what that one thing is? <laughs> the Holy Ghost is getting the bride ready for the groom. That's the answer. And an answer that is probably the most difficult for all of us to grasp and live and understand. So, and this could be one of the many breaches that occur in our life that seem seemingly allows the adversary the right to enter our life and cause destruction of every kind. As the children of God, we must know the Word of God. I'm talking about the title of Jesus Christ, not just the Bible, but, the, but Jesus Christ, the Word of God, as per Revelation 19.13. So the operative word here is know, K-N-O-W, to know. And is one that eludes many Christians. Why? Well, it might be due to the corrupt word of God and the corrupt law and covenant. This is a huge situation that, for some reason, believers do not want to address, at least openly. And that is because of ridicule that many don't desire in their life. So what we are talking about here in this section is persecution and persecution of all kinds. As it is written, greater, hath, greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. That's reference John fifteen thirteen. And a little side note here in the King James, as I say most often, I, I, I kind of do, do a little teaching on the international English. And when you see the word man or he or his, that's not referring to a gender. Uh, it's referring to mankind. That's what we are. We are part of, the man, of mankind. And um, uh, we don't use that corrupt, satanic word that so many people use so flippantly and so openly. Their actual true word is mankind, M-A-N-K-I-N-D, mankind. And within man is male and female. So that's why that verse John 15, 13 says it the way it does. So rolling down through the letter here, lesson two, understand. So the following seven scriptures are for each of the seven days of preaching the gospel in all our world, wherever we may be. Each verse is a type of supporting scripture for our seed that this letter is sowing. 
and that seed is, to testify unto you these things. Remember that Jesus likened the seed to the Word of God. And you can reference that in Luke chapter 8, verse 11. So what I'm going to do here is what I've been doing for a number of weeks is uh, prior to this, I used to do a commentary on each of the verses. I would just dismantle the verse and just talk about the verse. But what the Holy Ghost has been having me do is simply put the verse in the letter. Then when I go to the street to preach on that particular verse, then I enlarge it by the power of the Holy Ghost. I enlarge it and teach on that verse. Uh, and some, That's why the videos are 30 to 40 to 50 minutes uh, to an hour long because uh, the Holy Ghost has something to say about each of these verses. And I'm willing to spend the time in uh, preaching and ministering the gospel. Amen. So if you want to know more about each of these verses, simply go to our video channel and you can listen in on what the Holy Ghost has to say. I'm a few days behind on each of my letters. I mean, each of my videos, like I haven't done Friday's video yet. I was just ex too extremely exhausted when I got back after fighting the wind and preaching for five hours. I got home at about quarter to six and uh, just cleaned up and went to bed, fixed me dinner and fixed my dinner and just, I just, uh, I was not worth anything. <laughs> so it was a rough night. Uh, but it was a restful night. So um, here we go. Part one on Sunday will be Revelation twenty two sixteen. And once again, I'm just going to read the verse. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. And I am the root. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. Part two on Monday, Acts 9, 31. They had the churches rest throughout all of Judea and Galilee and Samaria and were edified and walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Ghost were multiplied. Part 3 on Tuesday, Acts 16, 5. And so were the churches established in the faith and increased in number daily. <laughs> Part 4 on Wednesday, Romans 16, verse 4. Who hath for my life laid down their own necks, and to whom not only I give thanks, but also all the churches of the Gentiles? Uh, yeah. Part 5 on Thursday, 1 Corinthians 7.17. 7, uh, let me go back up just for a second, because it just felt like I was nudged by the Holy Spirit to make a comment here on Romans 16.4. It says the churches of the Gentiles. Understand there are the Gentiles are all the people who are not Hebrew. So uh, going back to part five, Thursday, 1 Corinthians 7, 17, But as God hath distributed to every man, as the Lord hath called every one, so let him walk, and so ordain I in all churches. Part six on Friday, 1 Corinthians fourteen thirty three. For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all churches, of the saints. Part 7 on Saturday, 2 Corinthians 8:24, wherefore show ye to them and therefore and before the churches the proof of your love and of our boasting on your behalf. 2 Thessalonians 1:4. Uh, there's four verses here in this uh, part 7 on Saturday. So 2 Thessalonians 1:4, so that we ourselves glory in you in the churches of God. For your patience and faith 
in all your persecutions and tribulations that you endure. Matthew 16, 18. And I say also unto thee, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Last verse, Mark 16, 18. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Oh, man, I'm hoping I can preach on those four verses, because, man, I see something in there that is really, really cool. I get excited in the Spirit. So that ends chapter 3. We'll go on to the last chapter, chapter 4. Welcome to chapter 4. I am so hoping I can put those markers in the uh, chapter markers in the uh, audio, but I don't know how to do it, but I'm going to see if I can figure it out. (laughs) So in chapter 4, we have the recap. We have a prayer, a closing prayer, the salutation, and the ending. So recap, in this section, I would like to share the idea of how this letter came about. It seems that each Sabbath that I rest in the Lord, the Spirit moves and is apparent to me. This is not to be looked at as weird or unscriptural. The Scriptures are clear that we are to be in Christ Jesus by His Holy Spirit. The Spirit is the promise of the Father which he sent after the Son of Man ascended back to heaven. Then shortly after this, the Holy Ghost came. This is recorded crystal clear in the book of Acts. As a New Testament believers, we must rely on the Holy Ghost for all our power and confidence and understanding of the Holy Scriptures. The Holy Ghost is the Spirit of Jesus Christ. This, too, is very clear in Scripture. The Holy Ghost provides us His gifts and His power and the wisdom of Christ and the knowledge of the Father. We are the children of God. We are, as believers, all the way to the end, heirs of Christ. This is good tidings, my friend. Thus, the real question is, are you ready? (laughs) Do you know Jesus Christ as your Savior? Do you have the assurance in your heart that if you were to pass away tonight, that you would go to heaven? Then the question begs an answer. Are you living in the Lord Jesus Christ? Yeah, wow. Pretty tough questions. So let's pray. In Jesus' name, amen. (laughs) Lord Jesus, we thank you for having the Father send the promise that would provide that would provide all our needs through Christ Jesus. What a miracle this is to know for sure and with confidence that we have eternal life because we have believed on God through Jesus Christ. This is beyond our worldly and flesh ability to gain nor profit. We receive by faith our salvation from our sins through the precious shed blood of Christ, the Lamb of God. Thank you, Jesus. And in your name we pray. Amen. And my letter is signed in the Lamb of God with my initials JC for John Shuck. And below my initials I have three scriptures. John chapter 1 verse 29. The next day John seeth Jesus coming unto him and saith, Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. And then in John 1.36, And looking upon Jesus as he walked, he saith, Behold, the Lamb of God. Genesis 22.8, 
And Abram said, Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went both of them together. Amen and amen. Well, there you go, folks. This is my Sunday prayer letters written Saturday, November 20th, 2021 at 526 p.m. in Boulder, Colorado. It's written by preacher John Shuck, street preacher, founding pastor of Gospel Evangelist Church, touching people for heaven. God bless you, my friend. I love you very much. Bye-bye.